Pasuk of Dalid. Vayimlu yomeho loledes v'hine soimim bevitma. Now, Parshas Vayeshev, when Tomer has twins, there it says So it's it's the same pasuk, but the difference of here it says vayimlu and there it says which the fact that there's twins being born and the same lashon, and we'll soon discuss that there's a lot more going on here. Is why Chazal comparing the two. That here it says Ayimlu Yomeha, and there it says Ahibes Lidita. But before we get into that, and the fact that the two parishes have tremendous amount of parallels, I want to say Impshat, why it says Vayimlu Yomela Lettuce, which means that when it was time for her to give birth. Why is it specifying that when the time came for her to give birth? In Tamar, contrasting with Tupsakim, they were just saying, when she gave birth, this was the way it was. Here it's saying, and when it was time for her to give birth, Vihine Saim Vivitna. So now what does Vihine mean? So the Rashbam says over here, and this has come before, that Vihine always refers to something unexpected. So how does it say Vihine Saim Vivitna if she was told that she's carrying twins? So the Chavid of Shad is, it's the people around her who didn't know this. She knew something that everyone else didn't know, which goes along with the fact that it, it seems that she didn't reveal this, this Nebuah um, to Yitzchak. So she knew something that they didn't know. Everyone else, from everyone else's perspective, Vihine Saim Vivitna. Why is everyone else's perspective significant? Might be because in the next passage we have Vayikru Ushmoy Esav. So it's the people who are there at the birth that are involved in the naming and involved in um, for teaching, really, what was happening with this birth. So they who didn't know anything, they were surprised to learn, hey, it's twins. And they dealt with it the way the Pesukim are going to describe. And we'll get to that. What's the. What's the significance of the Um <laughs> Well, I just think the significance is that they're dealing, as we'll learn in the second, they're dealing by name with the naming, with the <laughs> question of who is the Rishin, who is first, and who is hanging on. Okay, we'll, we'll get to that. Right. Setting up the whole Right. Setting up. Right. And, but the naming in relationship to the. To them being twins, to them why, being two. Why? Where do you think that Hina is a surprise? Hine, Hine, Hine is always a surprise. Yeah. It just by something new. By Kamahine, who is a Right, like you didn't expect this, but really, I'll tell you something that you didn't know. That's the point. Hine, who yetzel kersecha. There's some, some saying, news. Even though to him it wasn't, even though Hashem wasn't. Right, it has to be some perspective where it's Hine. 
So here the perspective is shifting away from Rivka to everyone else, and now we're saying, wait, remember, they don't know what's going on. They're going to explain it differently. They're going to understand it differently. Okay. Um, similarly, in the parish of, of Tamar, Vihine Soyman Bevitna, and then there's this whole struggle of who's first. And the one who's, who sees, oh, this Soyman, Soyman, is dealing with who's first. Oh, his hand's out, he's first, and, and so on. Okay. So, Vayimlu Yomela Ledes, then the reason why it says Vayimlu Yomela Ledes is because it's in contrast to her idea. She knew early in the pregnancy that she has twins. Only at the time that she was supposed to give birth did everyone else find out Vahine Islam So, in contrast to her idea, it says Vayimlu Yomela Ledes, but when it was actually time for her to give birth, then everyone else, then everyone else found out that Vahine Islam Mashenkin over there in the Pasha of Tamar, where nobody knew that they were Simon. So it's not, it's not contrasting to an earlier point in time and saying, okay, she knows this time, and then when the days were up, for, when it was time for her to give birth, everyone else knew it's rather saying, when, when at this point in time, that's when everyone found out, including Tamar, nobody knew that they were twins till they slid it. Except, okay. at what exact moment did they find out? Because with Tamar, mm-hmm. they, they realized before they were born. Well, the Pats is based I mean, Right, but they realized before they were born. It doesn't indicate how or why. As she, as she was giving birth, they saw they were twins. They didn't see they were twins. She, she ties a red string around his... Uh, right, Zayyatsa Rishayna. Zayyatsa Rishayna, meaning that there's a second one. Correct. Maybe she knows there's going to be a second one. They saw a second one, and I don't know. That's they know before they were birth. Okay, no, somehow no. They, know. They, saw, they saw a second one. <laughs> yeah. Then I figured it out. Yeah. What? She felt it, she yeah, saw it. Yeah, she felt it, yeah. Okay. Point is... So, as a to the... As I go to the next book in, inside, Pazichafi and Chavav, which we'll deal with at length, I want to point, I want to discuss the parallels between our Pasha and the Pasha of Tamar. So here we have Vayimlu Yamela Ledes, and Vihine Vitna, the contrast, Chazala making that over there it says, same Pasik, but Vahibe is Ledeta. Why over here it says Vayimlu, why over there it's Vahi. Why here it's Soimim Chaser Aleph, and there it's with an Aleph. We've discussed also the, the Chazal in, in Chayasa, that the two people who cover their faces and both have twins, and that's Rivka and Tamar, and we explained how that's covering is the same way. Um, okay, so there seems to be a big major connection, but the connection goes a lot, lot deeper. So looking at the, the theme over here and comparing it to Peretz and Zarah, Esau is Admoini, comes out first, and Yaakov is holding him back with his hand. Okay? There, in Peraglam Ches, we have Bishani, which is a red string, on the hand of, of the one that ostensibly comes out first, and then the other one is, is pirates. So, First, let me just tell you how we know that a, a shani means a red string. So if they're red, like a toila, or shanim, from that we get toila shani. The toila is a red dye. Um, your lips are like a thread of shani, so that's red. So shani is red. So... The hand that comes out first gets a red string as a simon that it's first. 
l'chayra. But then the red one, the one with the red simon, ultimately we find out is not really the first one. And the other one is pirates. Okay. Now I just want to show you a pasuk in Malachim Beis, Perikimul Chaf Beis, where we have Zricha shining, specifically makes redness. Malachim Beis, Perikimul Pasuk Chaf Beis. You can just I'll read the pasuk. Ve'ashkimu v'abayik v'Hashem eshzorcha ala moyim va'yiru moyav mineged es hamayim adumim kadom. So the sun shining on the water makes the water red. The sign of the reflection of the sun's Zricha is red. So he's called Zerach because he has a red string. So Zerach is not so different than the name. Adam, um, the reflection of the Zricha of the Shemesh, is red. And now, okay, um, just a few more things. The Zerach Miseir Lamay, okay. Nothing about itself is, is uh, has to be, you know. There's Yoiv of Ben Zerach, one of the kings of Edom, and Zerach is one of is Esav's grandson. Zerach is son of Alisphaz, son of Esav. Look in the end of Yishlach. Those are two names in the Esav family. Okay, so there's a firstborn, or, or or one that should be the firstborn, or we think is the firstborn, and and his redness, the red string, is the simon that he's the firstborn. So just taking that idea and reading, just to just for now, for reading Pasuk of Hey, we have just a, a, an additional oimek. It's not merely saying that the first one was red. It's that he was, he was recognized as being first with his redness. Meaning, he came out red and that was taken as a, and that's associated with being Rishan. Like over there, the redness, the red string is a symbol that he's first. So here is redness, identified him as the Rishan. But he's apparently first? No, but as an identification. Oh, the red one is first. Redness is a symbol of first. <laughs> Why? You're, you're something like I don't know. Maybe I do know, but uh, maybe we'll have an see. I'm not sure. Okay. The first is red. Oh, the, the reflection of the Zrichan water is red. Oh, I think it's not the first one. Uh, oh, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. Could be. So could be, but he's called Zarach because he has a red string. So He's called Zarach because he has a red string. That's also something to know. That's why they came out. They thought, oh, the war is over. And then suddenly they get attacked. The Zrichan can sometimes be confused for blood. Okay, so you could say it like that. Um... Okay. Well, that's what happened there. So now, one last thing, which is a really interesting thing, of Shmuel Kloinimus. says Bas Shua, that's, from, that's the father of Yudah Chassid, I think. He says that Bas Shua, Yehuda married Bas Shua, you heard this? Okay. Shin Vav Ayin, he says it's Esav, and it's scrambled. The name is scrambled because he's a Russian, so we don't want to say he married the daughter of Esav, but it was really Bas Esav. Okay, so according to this idea, um, 
But the last one. By the way, she's never the fourth son. Right? The point is as follows. Apparently, apparently, this um, this struggle about who's going to get the Bukhair, Yaakov or Esav, um, happens again by Yehuda's sons of Peretz and Zarach. And their Peretz gets it, and Zarach is the one with the red string, who loses it. Here Esav somewhat has it. Um, and there, and Yaakov has to get it from him. And there, Zarech should have it, but ultimately doesn't. Now, just a little more in the Psukim. So he was red, and he was all Kuloi was Kaderaseya. So just, the, the redness is not Kuloi, it's not defined as Kuloi. He was red, and he was Kuloi Kaderaseya. Yaakov's Yodoy Achezes Ba'akev Esav, we explained last week, is um, foreshadowing the fact that Yaakov's hand will be Si'iris Kidei Esav Achiv. His hand is a chesed by Kev Esav because his hand is going to be serious like Esav. So Yaakov's hand is the one part that is going to be, is going to get Esav's heariness, okay? And, but his ad, which is Kulai. The Admoini of Esav doesn't seem to be Kulai. In that story, the Yad of Zarach, his hand has the Admoini. And that, his redness that's only on his hand, ultimately, ultimately doesn't, doesn't uh, serve as a simon that it was supposed to be. It was mistaken for a simon of for being firstborn, but ultimately the redness, the redness that's only on his hand, the redness, which over there was not Kulai, it's only on his hand, that, gets, that gets switched and, and ends up being false, false sign. Okay. So... Does the resonance have to be inherent to be a simon or something? No, what, what do you mean? There was a simon, they took there it. There was not, but it didn't work. Right. Here also, did it or didn't it work? I mean, that's the question, right? It wasn't a firstborn. Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. It wasn't a firstborn. Right. It wasn't a firstborn. Right. It's not what it looks like. Right. That's what I've never said before. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not saying it's a sign that only a firstborn could be admonia. I'm saying, but it's a way of identifying firstness and, and therefore, Vayetzevishin Admoini doesn't mean punct, it means the Admoini was connected to his Rishin. Mashenkin over there it says, just Agav, we can say over there it says Vayitain Yod. It doesn't say who gave a Yad because she defined him. She put a Chotashani and said Zayatza Rishin, but he wasn't really the Rishin, so we leave his name. We don't say who it was. Vayitain Yod. And she puts a Chotashani and, and calls him the Rishin, but really he wasn't. Okay. Now, one more word on Admoini. Balturim says, and then and then we'll talk about the parrots uh, maybe what maybe Ula something that's going on. Balturim says that Admoini means Adam. Relates to Adam. Okay? That he was uh, uh, that he was Adam. Okay. I just want to show where this comes from. If you look in Avadia, Pasuk Beis. It's only one pack. 
Ik kan me niet meer Ik had te vinden. Zeer, Joel, Amos. Ja. Het is after Amos en before Joina. So let's look at Pasuk Aleph, it's speaking to Edom. Shmua shamanu me'es Hashem, Ritzir bagoyim shulach kumu. Get the wrong pen, can I find it? Fino kumu aleha la melchama. Hine kato in isatiko bagoyim, bozi atem oitzu. He's talking to Esav, or to Edom. And he's saying, kato in isatiko bagoyim, bozi atem oitzu. I, Hashem, made you kato in small, and you are very bozi. So Yaakov is called Bnoha Kato. And Esav is Mavaza the Bechoira. So this Pasik is Darshaning. Connects to the Psukim of Toldis. That Esav was made into the cotton, Bozli Atamoid, because he was Mavaza the Bechoira. Therefore he was demoted and became the cotton. Now we have a similar Pasik, almost the same Pasik, in Yemir. No, because he was Mavaza the Bechoira, therefore he demonstrates that he's Bozli. And that's why cotton is satikha bagoyim. That's why he could become cotton. Because he's low. Demonstrates or makes himself. Okay. So look at Yemiya Pagmemtes. Pasik Desvav. And over there also you could start a Pasik. In Pasik Zion it says, La Edom, he's speaking to Edom. And uh, if you look at some of those Psukim, They're similar to the Psukim <coughs> in Evadia. You know, let's let's just go through Pasik, Pas, from Pasik Zayin. So look at Le'edaim. Um, in Pasik Tess, in Boitzim Ba'olach Le'ashiur Elelois, Elelois, in Ganovim Ba'laylash Lisudayim, Kenicha Safti, as Esav Gilesi, as Mistar Venechba Lo'yuchal. That's like the Psukim in Evadia. Ech Nech Pesu Esav. Niglu, Nivu, Matzpunav. He can't hide. Okay? And then... In Pasuk Yudalid, Shmuel Shematim Yisrael Hashem v'Tzir Bagoyim Shaluach. That looks like that Pasuk in Avadia too. Shmuel Shematim Yisrael Hashem v'Tzir Bagoyim. Exact thing. What? You have the Pasuk. Yeah, next Pasuk in Kotan. Right. That's that's the point I want to say. Next Pasuk. Hine ki hine Kotan esaticha Bagoyim bazui baadam. So here instead of maoid, instead of bazui atamoid, it says bazui baadam. So the it seems then that. These are dashing the shame Edom. That it's scrambling the letters of Edom. Edom can mean Adam. Edom can mean Ma'oid. Which Agav, we had a Vinay Toiv Ma'oid, refers to Adam. Chazal say, because Adam and, and Ma'oid are the same ICS. So Adam and Ma'oid are interchangeable. And because we're dashing the shame Edom, he's Bazui Ba'adam, he's Bazui Ma'oid. That's a source to say that Admoidi means Adam. And we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the significance of Admoidi being Adam soon. Okay, Vayikushmai Esav. So Rashi says Esav means complete Asui, because he was full of hair, like fully grown. Vayikushmai implies that everyone called him that. That was the name that was just automatically assumed him. While later, Pasuk Lamed, we have Akain Karashmai Edom. So he was Admoini, but not Kuloi. Kuloi was Kadera Seir, he's completely full of hairy, like a mantle of hair. And everyone called him Esav. While later, there's some sort of tension about what he should be called, and later he gets the name Edom. Give me some more. Okay, so now, 
Thank you. Getting back to possibly some way to understand this the Peretz and Zerach thing, or how that follows, or why that was necessary. So he's gripping the heel of Esav. Now, a question. <coughs> is this a good thing? Is, is he supposed to be doing this? What does it indicate? So I'm going to show you many, many Pesukim Tanakh, which shows something. I don't know if I'm understanding it. I certainly don't understand it 100%, but let's take it to the Pesukim. Stan HaShaya, very good base. Pesuk Aleph. So Ephraim and, and Beis Yisrael surrounds me, says Hashem, with Kachash and Mirma. Next Pasuk, Kala Yom Kozov. Pasuk Yibov, Rivla Hashem and Yehuda. Hashem has a quarrel with Yehuda. V'livkod al Yaakov Kedrochov, Kemalolov Yoshevloi. To return, to pay back Yaakov as his ways. Babeten okav es ochiv. In the womb, okav es ochiv. So he's saying that he has to be paid up. Yaakov has to be paid up. And he has to be paid up for his ways, which are mirma and kachash. So then it seems babeten okav es ochiv is mirma. The Navi is saying there's a mirma, a kachash, a trickery, that he's being okav es ochiv. The fact that Esav is first and he's grabbing his heel. When Ace of Lomaisa is first, and Yaakov was not first, he's trying to cheat his brother out of something that's his. Since Ace of is ahead of him, and he's trying to pull him back. So when the Ace of says ve'akveni zepamayim, so that's that's the Navi saying that the that there's a mirma involved in Yaakov's actions. Okay, now let's look. So keep in mind this pesukim. And now look at Yirmiya, Perikid Zayin Pasik Tes. Yirmiya Perik Yud Zayin Pasik Tes. Okayiv Halev Mikoil Vaanushu. The heart is crooked and sick. Who can know it? So our hearts are so, we're corrupted and we're crooked, so we can't know what we really deserve. So the heart is archive, and Hashem gives pays back according to his ways. And that's like we remind us of the Pasuk in Heshea. So Yaakov gets paid back for his ways, for his crookedness, for his okah. Okay. Now, Micha, Peg Beis, how's it designed? Hey, 
Ha'omor Beis Yaakov. It said, I don't know exactly what this means. Ha'omor Beis Yaakov. Ha'kotza Ruach Hashem im Eila Malolov. Are these the ways of Hashem? So again, we have Lifkud Alish Kedrachov Kemalolov Yashuvlai. The point made in Hosea and in Yemya, and Yemya specifically, is that we are crooked, we have crooked hearts, we don't know what we deserve, Hashem knows what we deserve. So here too. Are these the ways of Hashem to be unfair to us? Hashem answers, my words will do good if you are straight. In other words, you are crooked, and that's why you don't understand the Malalei Hashem. You don't think that Hashem gives you what you don't deserve, because we can't know our own minds, our own hearts, because we are so crooked. If we'd be Yashar, then we'd be Zeichet Rutoiv of Hashem. So the contrast over here is between being Akoiv and being Yashar. Similarly, in Vaita and Micha Perikimel, Pasik Tes, Shimuno Zois Roshe Bes Yaakov, Ktine Bes Yisrael, Hamasa'av and Mishpat, Ve'ez Kol HaYashara Ya'akeshu. So the, the straight things, they make Krum. And those are the Roshe Bes Yaakov, Ktine Bes Yisrael. Um... Okay. So that's contrasting. In Mich, we have the contrast between Yaakov and Yeshua. Yaakov as crooked, and therefore not understanding the goodness of Hashem, and Yashar is the straight one. Yaakov, who eventually is called Yeshua. Some say the name Yisrael. The name Yisrael connects to the name Yeshua, has the Yashar in it. It has Sar and Yashar, but he's straight. So Yaakov has to eventually get straightened out. Okay. Now one other Pasuk. Two more. Yeshaya Mem Ches Ches. Do we see that yet? Okay. Yeshaya Perek Mem Ches Pasuk Ches. Gam Lo Yishamata. Let's first, sorry, first go to Yirmiya, Perek Tes, Pasuk Gimel. Let's start with Pasuk Beis. Vayajuchu l'shoinam kashtam sheke v'lola emuno govru v'aretz ki meiro'a el'ro'a yatzol v'ais l'yodonam Hashem. So we're not honest, we lie. And we go from evil to evil, we don't know Hashem. Ishmerehu hishameru. Everyone should be beware of his friend. Va'al kol ach lo'altavdochu. Do not trust your brothers. Ki kol ach okoiv yakoiv. V'chol reya rochel yalich. Because all brothers will cheat each other. So here we have ach being oikiv ach. And not knowing Hashem. And if you look at the next Supsukim, it's just, obviously it's connected to mirma. Shivtucha b'sach mirma b'mirma me'anu das oisinom Hashem. So like we have in Hosea, Kachash, Mirmo, and that comes from Ak- Yaakov. And here it's Dafka, the brother is Oikiv, the brother. Now we can turn to Yeshaya, Memches, Ches. Gam lo yishamata, gam lo yodata, gam yoz lo yifitcho oznecho, ki yodati bogoid tivgoid, I know that you betray, upashemi beten koiralach. You're called upashemi beten. Okay, so we have Babetan Ochkav as Ochiv. From the womb, 
Yaakov is Oikov's brother. Um, Kla Yisrael is Shivtcha Basaych Mirma Bemirma Meru Dasaisi Kol Ach Bog Akiv Yaakov, and here it's Pesher Mibetem. In the last place is Malachi Perik Beis. Pasuk Yod. I remind you, we discussed this last week. Malachi begins. And so on. And as Shalom pointed out, it seems to be saying that there's no, it's arbitrary. And, right? I'm not sure about that, but just to remind you of that. Now look in this Pasuk, Perik Beis Pasuk Yod. And it's not clear what this Pasuk is. Let's first read the Pasuk inside. Bagda Yehuda. Okay. So we're all brothers. Why are we, why are we betraying our brothers? Okay. Whether this is connected to the fact that the beginning of Malachi says that Esav and Yaakov are brothers, and there's some problem that Yaakov is betraying Esav, then is a an open question, a very open question. Okay. So after all is put together, we see that being oikiv, yodah chesas ba'akev esav, is not a great shvach. It demonstrates some sort of mirma, apparently. The Yaakov is trying to get something which is esavs. Now I don't know what that means, what he's supposed to do, he shouldn't have done it, but I just want to point out like this, that the fact is that Edoim is called Achinu. So Esav is called Achicha. So maybe there's a, an element over here of Yaakov is being Marchik Esav. Maybe unnecessarily. Maybe it could have happened. Something else would have happened. So I don't know. I'm just saying if Yaakov has to be straightened out, has to turn into Yeshua, and he has to go through a process whereby he loses the shame Yaakov. And the, the connection of that to Akva, and he becomes Yeshurun, which is straight, that we see in the Old Nevi'im. That he has to, he's Babetta, and he has this problem of, of the crookedness, and that gets straightened out somehow. So, just speculating what would have been, right? What could have been? I don't know what could have been, but I know that the other time there's this first one, the Peretz and Zerach. Zerach is the red one, he has the red string on his hand, and Peretz doesn't try to stop him. He comes by he goes back by himself and Peretz comes out without without fighting with Zerach. So maybe there's that's another way to do it. Peretz is violent, no. No. Peretz He no, but he got out without he not, he didn't try to pull him back. Yeah, the, he the just name sounds like he wasn't like so soft. I mean, powerful. I don't know, like nothing stops him. Like nothing stops yeah, him. I mean, he he can come by right. himself now. Right. So I don't know. You have to think about this more. Um so just back to Malachi and, Sh- and, and Shalom Sa'ara that Ach Eches of the Yaakov Ve'Eves Yaakov as Esav Sanesi they could have been brothers maybe and Yaakov ch- was Merachikim or something maybe maybe Ulay I don't know I'm just I'm just showing what instead of trying to get out himself right 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 instead he tried to pull Esav so therefore he can, he introduced this problem maybe and and Hashem Despite that loves us and not him. But then the point would be that we have to learn the whole Pashas. First of all, the story of Yehuda and Tamar and the and Pesach, obviously. 
as it needs to be understood in the context of the what it has to do with Yosef and everything. What? Part of the relevance is that that, that Peretz succeeded and Yaakov failed. Exactly. So Peretz succeeded and Yaakov failed. I just want to point out one other thing that in, in the story of in Malachim, Peretz, Peretz is a code word. Peretz is a code word in the stories of, of David. All the time the word Peretz comes up. Peretz Hashem is over, Lefon like Peretz Mayim, Alasha, Peretz Hashem, Peretz Buzer, Peretz Lakim is over, Biodi, Peretz Hashem Lakim Bono, Peretz Hashem is Masecha. You know, as you're able to this Peretz and Melch Peretz. Um, essence of a Malchus parrot. So it's a code word for Malchus, like Yaakov and Yisrael is a code word for our essence. So then it could be that there's a certain sense that Yaakov fails in getting his Bechayr in the right way and, and Peretz is the one that does it and therefore he becomes the Melech. Now also we know, again this is just thinking, you know, I'm just thinking aloud, but, but that, that one sec, what, the, in, in the Sefer Malachim, Shmuel, Malachim, you have all these circumstances. If you start the story of David and you start reading, all of a sudden you see the word Peretz popping up all the time. Um, just you know, the Eil Malachim Hashemalchu Beretz and of Le Malach Malach Meis. So Yaakov is supposed to be Melech, but Esav does become Melech. Well, only by David, as we discussed last week. Only by David is is the, is the Malchus and Klai Yisrael, and not by Esav. So that's when it succeeded. That's when Yaakov's what Yaakov was supposed to be only succeeded then, and that's coming through Peretz. So maybe there's this Peretz. It only happens properly by Peretz. What? I don't know. Okay, I'm not. I didn't make any controversy. I don't, I don't even know. Shah. Shah, okay. Shabam says it's Moshe. And this table? says it's Moshe. Really? Okay. How many kings ruled in Israel? Who was the first king? Okay, so now just back to the back to um, back to Vayiku Shemay Esav. So people call them Esav and define them as being completed. A kink, but ultimately there's a tension, and he only gets the name Edom. So if we're using that parsha, the shame Edom, the shame Edom, like we I think we maybe said this before, that the name Edom was not Kuloi, Esav was not Kuloi, like Zerach was red on his hand, and that's something that could be undone. So by calling him Edom and not calling him Esav. He's setting the stage for something, some reshain that could be undone, which also ultimately happens by Peretz and Zarach. Okay, now just regards the name Adam, the, with the Balturim. Balturim says Esav is Adam. Yaakov, Yaakov is called, ends up being, basically the stories of Yaakov, he ends up more or less being a Malach. He's always busy with the Malach, and we'll get to these, so we'll get to the parashies inside. But the, the, the Yaakov's connection to Malachim is basically putting him in the realm of the Malachim, which is why Chazal say in his dream, he sees him, the most Yaakov, they saw the Musa Akisa Akav, because that's what it was having those parashas. Yaakov is, lives with the Malachim. He's like in the Shema, he's, he's, he's in the heavens. Um, Chazal, say that, that, Chazal say that Yaakov called him Kale, that Hashem called Yaakov Kale. Ani Eloi Kabalayin, Vata Eloi Kabatachtainim, I think is Lashon Measures. And. Um, and if you look at the pasuk in Hashem, Babeten Akav es Achiv uva Oinoi Sares Alekim. So Babeten, when he was born, Akav es Achiv, he was cheating, he was fighting with his brother in an underhanded way. Uva Oinoi, but when he reached his full strength, Sares Alekim, he he was struggling with 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 the God, with the gods, or with Malachim. So, so the point is then the the, the here he's fighting, Yaakov's fighting with Esav here, and there he's fighting by Avikishimoi. But there's a contrast over here. Here he's fighting with his brother, and he should he should have he should not have done it. 
he should have recognized that he's greater than that. He doesn't have to try to fight with Esav in an underhanded way. Like eventually, I'm just, again, uh, just a, a framework. I don't know if that is clear. Eventually, he learned his true Mila. Yaakov learned his true Mila that he can fight with Elikim. So this is the, the, the process whereby Yaakov realizes what he should be. Now he's looking at himself like he has to fight with Esav on, on, on however he can. And then he learns that he's a lot greater than that. So Yaakov is like called a kale, while Esav is called Adam. So Yaakov, so later in the Prasha, he insists, Akin Karshmai Edom, he gets the name Edom, Altum says it means Adam, Rashi says it means blood, which also means human, flesh and blood. Um, and, and, ya- and, and that's the process whereby Yaakov gets, becomes greater than that. Instead of being someone who's Oikiv as Ochiv, he becomes greater than Adam, superhuman, and Ba'inisa Salikim. Okay, the last thing I want to say is just, just something to, I mean, you have to think about this. Zerach, this is Mamish, just, hello, Davaho. Zerach, Achan comes from Zerach. Achan Rashi, Rashi says the, the Yad, the Yadai of, of, of Zerach is a remnant to the five times of, five things that Achan took, or something. Um... So just that by Ochan it says he was Mikachish. Kichashu. So the Kachash is associated with Zerach, maybe. He takes an Aderas. Ochan takes an Aderas. And Aderas Seyar, and then there's two other, and there's one other place in Tanakh where it says Aderas Seyar. It's in Zechariah. It's talking about Nevi'im. That on his Nabi Lashek, and it says, V'loyubushu oid Aderas Seyar laman Kachish. They won't wear that Aderas Seyar in order to lie. Now the Peshat over there is, I think, from what I, from what I saw, that that derasayer was something that Nevi'im would wear, so they would dress up like a it's like a hush of a coat or something, and they would wear it to, to pretend it's Nevi'im, and they would use it to lie. Okay, but just the point is we have uh, Achan from Zerach, and he's Mekachish, Then that derasayer leman Kachish, Okay, and the last thing is again, I don't know what to do with this. It's, it's very a lot going on here. The last maybe two things is. That um, Eliyahu was an Adaris, and he was also called an Ishseyar. Two different things. Mm-hmm. In other places, Ishseyar. Ishbalseyar, Ish okay. Um, right, the Malachim, Malachim Beis, what? Yeah, okay. What? Right. Malachim Beis, Perek Aleph, Pasukhas. Ishbalseyar, okay. And, um, and his Adaris. And, and the story of Elio has to do with Yerichai. I mean, it's about Yerichai. And this is Adderas. So, these are all just things that may, maybe some connection about this, but I don't know what they are. Oh, and the last thing, if you want, is the Tikvas Chotashani. Saved Yerichai. So, Ocham was moiled in the chair of Yerichai with his Tikvas Chotashani, and he took an Adderas. And he's from Zerach, who had a Chotashani on his hand. And that hand is a reminiscence to his taking. And I don't know what to do, make of all this. But I just wanted to point out these, these connections or associations, whatever.